mindfulness mode, as you begin to understand the benefits of forgiveness and how to do it, you'll realize that those benefits include more peace in your heart and mind, less stress on your body, increased happiness, and more self-confidence. Hey, Mindful Tribe, welcome to the episode today. Let forgiveness bring you peace. That's the topic. And forgiveness can bring you a lot of gifts. Peace is one of them, contentment, joy, happiness. It can let you be so much happier in the moment. So let's talk about forgiveness. It can be so hard sometimes to let go of the past. And sometimes we don't even know that's something that we need to do. Sometimes we don't realize that that will give us peace, that that will give us this gift of contentment. But letting go of the past, letting go of stories that are holding you back, it's one of the most important things you can do for yourself and for your peace of mind. So a lot of us hold on to anger or resentment and I would dare say almost all humans do to a certain extent. But hanging on to those stories will only cause stress and sadness and tension in your life. And for some of us, there is just a lot of anger seething below the surface and you probably don't even realize the extent of the damage that's being done because of of some of this anger. So when you forgive someone who has hurt you, it helps you release that person from being a part of your story. Let go of what was done to you by forgiving them with compassion and understanding and love instead. Now, you might think, oh yeah, yeah, like maybe this just sounds hokey or something, but keep listening. You deserve happiness. You deserve the feeling of contentment that you will experience if you do the work that takes you to the point where you'll be able to let go to let go of some of these stories and let go of of some of what is holding you back. Letting go can be very, very difficult, but it's so worthwhile. A common belief is that forgiveness is for the other person, yet you will receive incredible and profound benefit and peace as a result of learning to let go of the internal stories that are holding you back. Learning to let go is a constant theme of mindfulness, and learning to let go is what forgiveness is all about. Many of my guests on the show have talked about how life-changing the teachings of Eckhart Tolle have been in their lives. Eckhart Tolle wrote The Power of Now and other books as well, but The Power of Now is a book that is by far the most recommended book on mindfulness mode, and there's a reason for that because he has a way of communicating with the, with the reader that really hits home. This morning, I decided to listen to Eckhart Tolle during my run, and I usually listen to a track that allows me to do seventh path self-hypnosis while I run, but today I listened to the audio of The Power of Now. 
because sometimes just listening to the audio of a book can be a great way to reconnect with that book. Now, I remember when I read it, well, I first started by listening to the audio and then I switched to reading it and I found that worked better for me at the time. I was able to absorb the contents more. But today, it really worked for me just to listen to Eckhart talk about mindfulness and talk about forgiveness and talk about consciousness. So one of the comments was, do not equate what someone did to who they are as a person. That's one of the things that Eckhart said. And he defines forgiveness this way. This is what he says. Forgiveness is not to harbor grievance or resentment or any negative feeling about a specific event or person. So I'll repeat that. He says, forgiveness is not to harbor grievance or resentment or any negative feeling about a specific event or person. He says forgiveness is only possible when you're connected with the formless in yourself. So you'd have to listen or read more of Eckhart to understand what he means when he says that you need to connect with the formless. You need to connect with who you really are. If you're struggling with anxiety or stress, or if you're struggling in any way, it may be because you're hanging on to something that you need to let go of. A lot of people live for years hanging on to stories and beliefs that someone wronged them. And if that's you, it's important for you to realize that these beliefs are holding you back. They're causing damage. They're harming you. These stories are preventing you from living your best life. You'd have way more peace and contentment if you were able to let go of the stories that are telling you that you've been wronged somehow. Now, the timing has to be right. It has to be the right time for you. Maybe this is the perfect time for you to be able to start to grasp what this truly means and to be able to take action and really do it. Because forgiveness is a choice. I'll admit, for a long time, I didn't realize that it was actually a choice. I didn't understand that in a second, I could decide to let go of the story that I was playing over and over and over in my mind, the story that I had somehow been wronged or mistreated. Now, the truth is, it wasn't just a story. I mean, there were all, you know, a number of stories, all kinds of stories. If you listened to last week's episode, you'll know that last week I mentioned my dad's anger and how difficult it was as a kid to live with this and how, how it affected my whole life. Now, Eckhart Tolle experienced the same thing. He, he talks about how it took him a long time to forgive his father. He explained that his father suffered from an enormous amount of bottled up anger. And he said that as a kid, living in their home was like living with a powder keg or an unexploded bomb somewhere in the house. Everybody knew that at any moment, the slightest thing could cause this bomb to explode and the entire house would be filled with destructive energy. Wow, can I relate to that? Later, Eckhart came to realize that his father did what he did according to the way life had conditioned him. 
Well, that's true for me too. It was hypnosis that brought me to this conclusion. And through all my meditation and study, I feel like I was getting fairly close to that realization already, but it was a specific hypnosis session that caused me to completely release and let go of any remaining resentment that I had toward my father. I was able to totally forgive him, and I'm extremely grateful for this. It was instantaneous, and after that session, I knew that I was a changed person. It was really quite incredible. I, I remember the feeling very well. It was like a heavy blanket had been lifted off of me, like, like I'd been dragging around this heavy weight that engulfed me, that was almost smothering me. Well, you know, when, when I read this about Eckhart Tolle and what he had gone through, wow, did I resonate with that. It's really quite amazing. Well, you know, forgiveness is not an obligation. You don't have to forgive someone. It's your choice. But you are usually the one to receive the greatest benefit from forgiving someone or something. Sometimes it's not a person we need to forgive, but a situation or an unfolding of events. I remember when I was a kid, I'd walk across the sugar beet field to visit to visit my Andy Marie's house. She lived in the farmhouse across the way from us and not just her, but her, my uncle, you know, my aunt and my uncle and their four kids. She was a warm, kind, loving woman who usually had ginger snap cookies in a big cookie jar on the counter. And she just was so warm and welcoming she had a closet full of games and toys, and this is one of the first things that comes into my mind when I, when I remember going over there to visit her. Games and toys that I could play whenever I went to her house. I'd look forward to her big welcoming smile and her invitation for me to choose a game or a toy out of the game closet. I'd play with tiddlywinks or tinker toys a lot of the time, but there were all kinds of games to choose from. Okay, so for some weird reason, I have no idea why. One time I was over there visiting and playing. I was just a little kid. I put two or three Tinker Toy pieces in my pocket. I'm thinking they were Tinker Toys anyway. And when I, I started walking home across the, the sugar beet field there, and I remember thinking that I had done this really bad thing. I knew it was wrong and I felt terrible. So what did I do? I stopped and I dug a hole in the field and I buried the toy pieces. And somehow I thought that would kind of fix it. You know, I'd just bury them and it'd be all over with. Well, I found out later that's just not how it works and that the guilt lived on. I never told anyone about this until right now when I'm telling you. But you know what? It didn't matter that I never told anyone. It lived on within me. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't something that was like overwhelming. It was just this little thing that every once in a while, maybe it would pop into my mind. There was some amount of guilt and a belief that I had done something that was just not right. I had done something terrible. And here was this kind, loving woman that I cared so much for 
And for whatever reason, I had decided to do this thing. I'm sure I was like, you know, maybe six or seven years old. And it was years later that I realized that I could forgive myself. I could let this go. It wasn't necessary for me to talk about it. It wasn't necessary for me to go and explain this to my Auntie Marie and to ask her to forgive me. It wasn't necessary for me to write about it or to dwell on it. It was something that I could do for myself in an instant. I could decide to let it go. I could decide to have peace and move on. Now, this was years later that I realized this, and my Auntie Marie had died long before, so going and talking to her was not an option anyway. But there was this tiny, lingering, negative feeling that had emerged once in a while until that point when I let it go. Something would remind me of it. You know, maybe I'd see a a field that looked like sugar beets or see a canister of Tinker Toys somewhere or there'd be something. Maybe it'd be the smell of ginger snap cookies. That could very well be it. But anyway, that was an example of an event that I needed to let go of rather than forgiving a person. It wasn't really about something that someone did to me. No one really wronged me. I I did it to myself. And so it's not always that somebody does something to you. Well, the fact was I was really forgiving myself. And that's the most important kind of forgiveness there is. Often buried deep down in our subconscious mind is a story we're telling about ourselves. A story where we're holding ourselves responsible for some problem in our life or maybe for not making enough money or for not having enough friends or not meeting up to our own standards in some way, whatever way that might be in your life. A lot of people never come to this place of realizing that the most important kind of forgiveness is self-forgiveness. And having an ongoing mindfulness practice will take you closer and closer to self-forgiveness. It's an ongoing process, and it usually takes time and effort to make it happen. And that's why I talk about meditation and journaling, walking in nature. All these kinds of activities will help you move to a place where you'll be able to let go of some of these stories that are holding you back. Now, my mind has always been super active, and I I didn't know what to do with all the thoughts and messages that were constantly buzzing around in my brain. And a a lot of my meditation clients, people that I've taught meditation to, have said the same thing to me, exactly. They've said, well, I can't meditate because my mind's just too crazy. I'm just one of those people that has just crazy, crazy thoughts all the time. Well, I totally get that. And you know, the thing is, with my mind being so super active, uh, you know, I just, I didn't know what to do with it. And I remember when I was in my early 20s, I actually talked to a counselor and he said to me, he said, Bruce, you're thinking too much. You're overthinking things. And I remember him asking me this question. He said to me, so when you're driving the car, for instance, what do you do when you're driving the car? You know, do you listen to the radio? What do you do? And I said, well, usually I don't listen to anything. I just, you know, think about things. And he suggested that I allow my brain to relax by sometimes listening to the radio or listening to music so my brain wouldn't be 
you know, trying to solve things all the time. So I was, he said, you're really kind of overdoing it with your thinking process. And I remember thinking this was a bit strange at the time. I thought, like, how can you think too much? But Eckhart Tolle teaches this exact same thing. He says that we're addicted to thinking in our society and that that causes problems for a lot of people. So to forgive, you need to first listen to your inner bully. So, you know, you need to have times in your life when you're, when you're not thinking so much, when you're allowing your brain to relax, but you also need to be aware of what those thoughts are that are going on. So like I said, to forgive, you need to first listen and notice your inner bully and what it's saying to you. Some call it your self-talk, your inner dialogue. There's all kinds of names for, for that voice that's going on in your head. Some people don't even notice it or realize that it's happening. But, you know, the fact that you're listening to this, this podcast may mean that you have, you have a concept that, you know, you've got this, this inner bully going on. Notice these stories that are on repeat in your brain. What are they about? Who are the characters? Is there pain or anger involved? Become aware of these stories and make a conscious decision to let them go. If you're like me, there's probably lots of different stories. Some are probably more prominent than others. Once you notice one story that seems to be repeating a lot, make a decision to focus just on that story and how it would feel to let it go, to release the energy that's going into telling that story over and over again. So there's different things you can do. You can write about it. You can dissect it. If you want to talk about it to a trusted friend, that can be therapeutic too. Then make a conscious decision to let go of it, to release the energy that goes along with it. Decide that any time that your inner bully starts to replay that story, you'll just smile and, and you'll say, geez, been there, done that. That's over. I've let that go. I've released that story from my, you know, my audio collection of self-bullying stories. Now, when I did that, I noticed then that there were other stories that very quickly moved into place. It was kind of like a Netflix. You know, you watch a suggested movie, and then there's a whole lot of other suggested movies that move into the queue. But that's okay. Learning to understand our operating system is a lifelong project. And the bottom line is that as you begin to understand the benefits of forgiveness and how to do it, you'll realize that those benefits include more peace in your heart and mind, less stress on your body, increased happiness, and more self-confidence. You'll experience other benefits too. I'm, I'm sure there will be other benefits that you will experience as a result of this so you know i'd love to hear from you if you found this valuable and if if you've noticed that there are other benefits from forgiveness send me an email bruce at mindfulnessmode.com and you know i'd love like i said to hear from you i always enjoy hearing from my mindful tribe listeners now as always there's one major way of living that will improve your life and that is to live in the moment. Enjoy the moment because that's everything. And that's what I teach. That's what Eckhart Tolle teaches. 
That's what most mindfulness people teach. Live in the moment. The present moment is all that we really have that matters. If you can lessen the number of judgmental thoughts you have, the more contented you will actually feel. You'll find you're happier, you're more relaxed, and you're able to celebrate life to a higher degree. So let that mistake you made when you were seven years old dissolve. I've let my my tinker toy theft go and I immediately felt better. But that's just one example. And, you know, letting my anger about my father go was way harder. But then again, maybe it wasn't harder, it was just different. He had a lot of reasons for being exactly the way he was. He had some admirable character traits, of course, even though he suffered from having a lot of anger that he didn't know how to process. Now, if you haven't read The Power of Now or any of Eckhart Tolle's writings, you might want to check them out. You can listen to the audiobook or read it, whatever works for you. But if you're like thousands of my mindfulness mode listeners, you'll get a lot out of his lessons. As always, thanks for listening. Stay in the mode, stay in mindfulness mode, and I'll, I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye now. Hey, Mindful Tribe, thanks for listening, subscribing, and rating the show on Apple Podcasts. I have a question for you. Would you like to conquer your inner bully? How would you feel if you could break through the blocks that are keeping you from moving forward in your life? Maybe you have anxiety, maybe you have sleep issues, or, or maybe you need help with stress. I'd be glad to work with you. I'm a licensed hypnotist, and I'll help you move through your challenges to the other side where you'll feel calm and accomplished. Send me an email at bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. We'll set up a free 30-minute session where we'll see if you're a good fit for my hypnosis and coaching package. In the subject line, put Mindfulness Mode Listener. And again, send it to bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. So now, Mindful Tribe, take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.